Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lakutis Sichas, Chedekut Gimel Parshas Kerach Sicha Beis. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's parsha we learn about the mitzvah of guarding the mikdash. And there are four parts in the sicha. It's actually a very long sicha, which is breaking it down into four general parts. The Rebbe will, number one, present what the Rambam says about this mitzvah, both in Sefer HaMitzvahs and in Sefer HaYad. Number two, ask four questions. Number three, present how the beginning of Meseches Tamid and Meseches Midas start with this mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash. And number four, explain these teachings of Meseches Tamid and Meseches Midas, and then come back to answer the original questions. From the Psukim in our parsha, and these are Psukim starting in Perikud Ches, Pasuk Aleph, but really the topic starts beforehand in the previous parak at the very end, where it says, where the Yidin complained that they would die if they went to the Mikdash when they weren't allowed to. And in response to that, so it's going to be upon you, this sin of people entering the Mikdash, and it goes on to say how their job is going to be to guard the Mikdash so that nobody enters. So from the Pesukim and our parasha that talk about guarding the Mikdash, so the Rambam learned in Sefer HaMikdash, that Hashem commanded us to guard the Mikdash, and to constantly walk around it, to honor it, and to uplift it, and to make it great. And this is where Hashem says to Aaron at the start of Parakhes, that you and your sons with you should be before the Ayalaidus writes a lamer. What he means to say is, Atem Tiuli you should be for me, you should be before me constantly. And this command was also repeated in different words, and this is in Pasuk Dalit over there, of Hu Amri, and this is where Hashem says, V'shamru es mishmeres oil mayed v'chulu. They should guard the guarding of the oil mayed, etc. So over here we have the mitzvah of guarding the mikdash, the way the Rambam describes it in Sefer HaMitzvahs. Now in Sefer Ayad, in Hilchas Beis Abchira, the Rambam explains the mitzvah saseh of guarding the mikdash, and he says, "Shmirus a mikdash mitzvah saseh." Guarding the mikdash is a mitzvah saseh. And even though there's no fear of enemies or thieves, still it's necessary. Because the guarding is only for the purpose of honoring it. You can't compare a palace that has guards to a palace that doesn't have guards. And he continues in the next halacha, And this guarding is all night long. And the shemrim, the guards, are the kehanim and the levim. Like it says in the pasuk, that you and your sons together with you should be before the oil edus kolemer. What it means to say is atem tiu shemrim loy that you should be guards for it. Varinemar v'shamurus mishmeres oil moed. And it also says. And they should guard the guarding of the oil moed v'nemar. And furthermore, it says v'achrenim keid malufnei oil moed. Those who camped to the east before the oil moed mizracha to the east were Moshe v'Aaron v'one of Moshe Aaron and his sons shemrei mishmeres akedish. Those who guard the guarding of what was holy.
And there are four questions here. Now the text already went away because it was very long, but we'll go through the four questions. The first question is, in Sefer Ayad, the Rabbim brings the Psukim at the end, and he brings them as a proof that the guards are the Kehanim and the Levium. Whereas in Sefer Mitzvahs, he brings the Psukim as a source for the very Mitzvah itself of guarding the Mikdash. So the question is, why is this that in Sefer Ayad, the Rambam doesn't bring the Psukim as a source for the actual Mitzvah itself, and he only brings it as a source that the guards are the Kehanim and the Levium. The second question is, if the Mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash isn't because of fear of enemies and thieves, as the Rambam writes in Sefer Ayad, then it should have to apply the whole day and the whole night. And so the question is that the Rambam writes in Sefer Ayad, that this guarding its mitzvah is the entire night and not during the day. The third question is, and this is a build-up from the second question, in the psukim that speak about guarding the mikdash, there's no indication that the guarding is only at night. And simply, when we read these psukim, they imply that the guarding should be at all times. And like the Rambam indeed writes in Sefer HaMitzvahs, that Atem Tiyuli Lufonai Tamid, you should be for me, be for me, Tamid, constantly. And the fourth question is, the Rambam writes in Sefer HaMitzvahs, he says over there that that Hashem commanded us to guard the Mikdash and to go around it constantly. And the question is, what's the idea of this walking around the Mikdash constantly and how is it related to the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash where the guarding occurred in specific places? So all of this will be understood by first explaining the sheer beginning of Meseches Tamid and Meseches Midas. Both Meseches Tamid and Meseches Midas begin with the same teaching. At the very beginning, they both start and say, in three places, the Kayanim would guard in the Beis HaMikdash. And the question is, one of them seems to be extra. And especially since Meseches Midas comes immediately after Meseches Tamid. Now we're going to move on to support the question by negating an answer that's given for it. So this answer is given by the Hamafarish to Meseches Tamid. And he's a, he explains over there, the question is really just on Meseches Tamid. The question is not on Meseches Midis, because the place of this teaching is a Meseches Midis. Like we see the second teaching of Meseches Midis, right after it says, It says that the Levium guarded in 21 places. So the question is really, why is it taught in Meseches Tamid? So in the Amafarish to Meseches Tamid, he explains that since the Tana in Meseches Tamid wants to teach about the Maisa Tamid, which was done by the Kehanim, so therefore the Tana starts by teaching where the Kehanim guarded during the night and where they slept, and then he goes through all the details of the Tamid, which started at the beginning of the day. So the Tana is just organizing the information based on what occurred during the night, and then he leads straight into how it went into the Maisa Tamid itself. However, the Rebbe points out that since this Mishnah ends up being taught in Meseches Tamid, so why does it have to be taught again in Meseches Midas? And it should have began, Meseches Midas should have began by teaching just the places where the Levim guarded, because we already know about the Kehanim. It should have started right off at the beginning, not with Bishleishim Akeimus, Hakeinim, Shemim, Vesemikdash, but rather with the next teaching, which is Be'esrim Ve'echad Akeimus, Alevim, Shemim, Vesemikdash, that the Levim guarded in the Vesemikdash in 21 places, even though 
we can say that since the Tana needs to teach us a Mesachas Midas about the guarding of the Levium, so the Tana teaches the whole din of guarding, including of the Kehanim. So even though we could answer that, but still, there is a bit of a difficulty in saying that since it was already taught in Mesachas Tamid. So we can say that the explanation of this is the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash can be explained in two ways. One way is that it's a detail in the matters of the base of Mikdash. Another way is that it's a detail in the Avaida of the Kehanim and the Levim. And another signan, another way of presenting and explaining this, that we could either say that the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash is relevant to the Mikdash itself. It's a choivas cheftza, that the Mikdash has to be guarded. And it's just that the Chiyuv is placed on the Kehanim and the Levim. In other words, the Beis HaMikdash has to be guarded. And that's what matters over here. It's relevant and related to the Beis HaMikdash. And it's just that the Chiyuv is placed on the Kehanim and the Levim. Or another way of looking at it is that the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash from the very start is a Chiyuv's Gavra. It's something the Kehanim and the Levim need to do. It's not about the Mikdash. It's something that's placed on the Gavra himself. And that's where it begins and ends. And it's from the mitzvahs of the Kehanim and the Levim. And it's just that the Chiyuv is to guard the Mikdash, but it's not related to the Chefts or the item of the Mikdash itself. It's a mitzvah on the Kehanim and the Levim. And like we'll see, that we're going to say in the next section, as we continue with the answer, that the purpose would be to stop people from entering where they're not allowed to enter. So it's not related to the Mikdash, but rather it's related to a Chiyuv, an obligation that's placed on the Kehanim and the Levim. And to continue with this explanation, so we can say that it depends, how we look at it depends on the reason for the guarding. If the reason for the guarding is because of COVID in order to honor the base of the Mikdash, and like the Rambam writes, like the Rambam indeed writes, that it's about the honor of the base of the Mikdash. So then it's a detail in the Palteirin. It's about the base of the Mikdash being guarded. And it's just that the Chiyuv is placed on the Kehanim de Levim. However, if it's an order that a Zara Tamri doesn't enter, or it's an order to guard the Kalim, then it's a detail in the Chiyuvim of the Kehanim and the Levim. The Kehanim and the Levim have certain responsibilities. It's it's associated with things that they do with the Beis HaMikdash, but it's not related to the Chefts of the item of the Beis HaMikdash needing this. And according to this, we can explain why the Mishnah of Bishleishim Akeimus HaKainim Shemim Beis HaMikdash is taught in the beginning of Meseches Tamid and the beginning of Meseches Midas. Meseches Midas, as its name indicates, is all about Midas HaMikdash V'tzirasoi Ubinyanoi V'cholinyanov. It's all about the item of the Beis HaMikdash. And so it teaches over there about this din, because that's the aspect that's relevant to the chefs of the Beis HaMikdash. And Meseches Tamid is about the Avedas done in the Beis HaMikdash. Like it says, that it tells us, the Rambam writes, How did they bring the Tamid? And in both Masechdas, the Mishnah teaches us, Because in the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash, there are indeed two aspects. It's not one or the other. There's two aspects. The aspect of the Aveda of the Kehanim, which is Masechdas Tamid, tells us about the Avedas that were done in the Mesa Mikdash, and included in that would be the Aveda of guarding it that was done by the Kehanim. And there is the aspect of the Mikdash itself, which is what Meseches Midas talks about, and that's why it's a Meseches Midas as well. And now we could come back to our first question, where we asked, how come the Rambam doesn't bring the Pesukim in Sefer Ayad as the source for the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash? 
So according to this, it's understood why the Rambam didn't bring in Hilchas Beis Habchiro the Pesukim as a proof for the din of guarding the Mikdash. And we're going to continue in the next section, it's just that there's not enough room here. So we're going to separate it into two audios. But according to what we said, it'll be understood. And the explanation is, according to the Rambam, the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash is a detail in the Mikdash itself. And like the Rambam writes, Ein Shmi Rasai Ella Kavid Lai. The Shmira is only for the honor of it, of the Mikdash. Because you can't compare a palace that has guards to a palace that doesn't have guards. And like it's also proven from the fact that the Rambam brought the dinam of guarding the Mikdash in Hilchus Beis Abchira, which talks about the Kedushas or Mitzvahs Beis Abchira itself and not the Avedas that were done in it. And that's why the Rambam didn't bring these psukim, because in these psukim it only talks about the chiyuv of the gavra. And more importantly, these psukim come as a continuation to the claim and the concern of the yidden that kala kariv hakariv el mishkan Hashem yamos, that they were concerned that whoever comes there will die, and therefore Hashem commanded ato v'necho beisavicho itach tisu asavayin amikdash v'ato v'necho itach lufnei oil mayid, where it was said in response to the yidden's concern that they would be harmed, they would die, if they went where they were not allowed to, in the Mikdash, in the Mishkan. And so that's not related to the Mikdash itself, but rather to the Gavra. And that's why the Rambam doesn't bring these Pesukim. And the Rebbe and the Aris talks about why the Rambam does bring the Pesukim in the Sefer Mitzvah, even though over there as well, he holds that it's only related to the item of the Mikdash itself. Because the Rambam is not getting into the details of the Pesukim, he's just bringing the general source that the Pesukim teach about the guarding, but the specifics is not what he's getting into, whereas in Sefer Hayad, the Ramah is more particular and more exact about the sources that he brings, and so therefore those sources, those Pesukim, won't fit with the opinion of the Rambam that the Shmira is for the Mikdash itself, it's for the Chefs of the Mikdash, and it's not something that's placed on the Gavra. Coming back to this explanation that there's two aspects to the Shmira, so there are three questions over here. So that is, in addition to the fact that there are still three remaining questions from the beginning of the Sikha, the two questions about guarding the Mikdash at night, and the question about what's the walking of, around the Mikdash, and how does it connect to the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash. So besides for that, there are three questions here. The first question is, if guarding the Mikdash is because of COVID, then even one or a few guards are enough. Because once you have one guard or a few guards, you already gave covet to the Mikdash. And so, according to that, why is the teaching of Be'esrim Ve'echad Mekaymas, Salavim, Shemim, Be'vesa Mikdash, taught in Mesechus Midas? Once the Mishnah teaches us that Be'shloisha Mekaymas, Hakayanim, Shemim, Be'vesa Mikdash, so already have the idea of giving covet to the Chefts of the Mikdash. And there's no need to teach about Be'esrim Ve'echad Mekaymas, Halavim, Shemim, Be'vesa Mikdash, in Mesechus Midas. It should be taught elsewhere. Elsewhere, Mishnais, but for Mesecha Smidis, it's unnecessary because once we already have the covet that's being given to the Mikdash through one person or a group of people, it's already accomplished, and having more groups or additional people is unnecessary. So we have to teach one thing. So once the first teaching is taught, so the Mishnah should stop with that. It already taught something related to the Mikdash and Mesecha Smidis. And then move on to the next teaching that's relevant. And the teaching of Be'esrim Rechad Mekemis, Halavim Shem Mekdash, will be taught elsewhere in Mishnayis. 
The second question is, so the first question was about why the Shmira of the Levim is taught in Meseches Midas. The second question is, on the other hand, how is guarding, how is the Shmira of the Mikdash related to Meseches Tamid, which talks about the Tamid? The whole idea of Meseches Tamid is to explain the Avedas of the Tamid, and like the name of the Mesechta, Meseches Tamid. And like the Rambam himself writes, She Meseches Tamid ein ba dibur, le'al dvar chachma, le'al dvar iser veheter, ela sipper. It just describes how the Tamid is brought. That's the teachings, that's what the content of Mesechus Tamid is. And so the question is, why is is the halacha about the guarding, the shmir of the Kehanim toward the Mesechus Tamid? The Avedis of the Kehanim belongs in the Mesechus that talk about the Avedis of the Kehanim, like Yuma, Zvachim, and Menachis, but not the Mesechus Tamid that talks mainly about the carbon Tamid. And the third question is, and this is in a way the biggest of all the questions, is we need more understanding of the explanation that guarding the Mikdash is a detail in the Mikdash itself. That explanation is still lacking. Because even according to this explanation, that the guarding is only for the covet of the Mikdash, but still there's a question over here, and that is, why is it therefore taught in Mesechtas Midas, which is about the measurements and the building of the Mikdash itself, and not the Avedah is done in it. Yes, this Avedah is done for the Mikdash, but there's still two things here. There's the Mikdash, and there's an Avedah being done, and the Avedah is being done for the covet of the Mikdash, but it's still separate from the Mikdash itself. And Mesech HaSmidus is not about Avedahs being done in the Mikdash, even if the Avedah is for the covet of the Mikdash. Mesech HaSmidus is about the measurements and the building of the Mikdash itself. And this still remains something outside of the Mikdash. And so why is the whole teaching about the guarding of the Mikdash, both of the Kehanim and the Levim, being taught in Meseches Midas? So in order to answer these questions, we need to go into a side discussion, which is directly related to our current discussion. So this will be understood by first explaining what some answer regarding our second question at the beginning of the Sikha, which was that if the guarding is because of COVID, like it says in the Rambam, then why didn't they also guard it during the day? And they explain, as an answer to this question, that through the walking of the Kehanim, Ana Va'ana, during the day in their Aveda, so that itself is Kulei COVID. that's all COVID for the Mikdash. But at night, when there is no Aveda, we must show COVID to the Mikdash through guarding. So it comes out that the guarding is for the covet. It's just that during the day, the covet's already there because the Kehanim are working in the base of Mikdash, and that's Kulei covered. It's just that at night, there is no Aveda, and therefore it requires the guarding in order to give the Mikdash the covet. And the question is, what's exactly this covet that comes about through the Aveda of the Kehanim? And also, how is this covet similar to the covet that's achieved through guarding? So what exactly is the definition of this covet that, that we have through the Avedah of the Kehanim? And how is it similar to the covet that is achieved through guarding that we could say that during the day it's already there? And because of this question, the Rebbe explains that the idea of the guarding for covet is that they shouldn't have Hesach from the Mikdash. And like the Russian deed writes, what is covered on Mikdash? That's the idea of covered on Mikdash that the guarding achieves, that they're not Masiyah Das from the Mikdash. And according to this, we can understand what the covered is 
in our question, what's this covet that comes about through the Aveda of the Kehanim, and how is this covet similar to guarding? Because both of them are that they're not Masih Das from the Mikdash, and that's the covet of the Mikdash. And this isn't like the Hesach Das by Kachim, which is out of a concern of Tumah, but rather it's the Hepech Hesach that shows the greatness of the Mikdash, that there are always people around it, and they don't take their minds off of it. And this is similar to the Hesach that we talk about that's not allowed to be had by Tfilin and the Tzitz that it has to do with not taking your mind off of it because of its chashivas. And so there we see the similarity between the Aved of the Kehanim and the guarding, because both of them reflect this idea, that they shouldn't take their mind off of the Mikdash. According to this explanation, that the Shmir of Mikdash is that there shouldn't be any Hesach so we're now going to answer all of our earlier questions. And we're going to start with answering the most recent question was, which was, how come the teaching of Bishloishim Akaimus, Akainim Shemim Beis Mikdash, is taught both at the beginning of Mesachas Tamid and at the beginning of Mesachas Midas? And then afterwards, we're going to move on to answer all the other questions. Now, even this part of the answer itself, it's going to be broken down into three parts. Also, there's one more thing that's important to mention, and that is, now that we introduce this idea, as we can see, it's a new answer that comes out from the question, because we're no longer going to go along with the previous construct, the previous idea that there's two parts of Shemir Samikdash, which is the Chefza and the Gavra, but rather we're going to go with just saying that there's one aspect of Shemir Samikdash, which is that they shouldn't be Masiyach Das, and we're going to see how with that, we're going to explain how it fits both in Masiyach's Tamid and Masiyach's Midas. We don't need two explanations, one from Masiyach's Tamid and one from Masechus Midas, but rather we can use this one explanation and show how based on it, it's understood why it's taught in both Masechus Tamid and in Masechus Midas. So this type of guarding, which is that they shouldn't have Hesachadas from the Mikdash, is a matter that's related to the Mikdash itself. This is something about the Mikdash itself. It adds to the very greatness of the Mikdash. It's not that there's a Mikdash and it has to be given covered. But rather, the Mikdash itself gets elevated to a higher level because of not being Masiyah Das from it, which shows about the prominence of the Mikdash. So it's much more connected to the Mikdash. And therefore, it's taught in Masiyah meaning that this is not an Aveda whose place is in the base of the Mikdash, but rather, it's about the importance of the Mikdash itself. And like the words of the Rambam, that ain't a demer palterin shemin, the palterin shemin. That it's not a separate thing which is done in the place of the Mikdash, but rather with this guarding, it changes the palterin itself. And so, what changed over here from the first explanation that we gave about COVID and this explanation of Shalaya Sichudas, it's not articulated explicitly, clearly in the Sikha, but it seems that what changed is that by the Kavid, even though it's a Kavid to the Beis HaMikdash, there's the Beis HaMikdash and there's the Kavid that people give to the Beis HaMikdash. Whereas over here, when we're talking about not to be Masih Das, not being Masih Das adds to the very greatness of the Mikdash itself. It's not Kavid that's being given to it, but rather it's not taking one's mind away from it, which then elevates and adds greatness to the Mikdash itself. And therefore it's much more associated and connected to the very being of the Mikdash. And that's why it's taught in Mesechus Midas, which talks about the structure and the measurements of the actual Mikdash. 
And then the Rebbe connects this, we're not going to get into it, to the Maimar Razal, that that according to this explanation, then the Beis Hamikdash, that's Nechrev B'yomov, is a Beis Hamikdash, which is on a much higher level, that you can't even be Mesiyach Das from it, which elevates the very Beis Hamikdash itself. And so it comes out that what's Nechrev B'yomov is a Beis Hamikdash of, that's that much greater. According to this, we can understand why the Rambam writes, which was our second question in the Sicha, in the earlier part of the presentation. Why does the Rambam say it's only a night? And also we asked that it doesn't seem that the Pasuk is saying that. So we're going to answer both of those questions here. And also we can understand why this teaching of the Kehanim guarding in the Beis HaMikdash is taught in Mesechus Tamid. Because in the day, the Kehanim were working in the Beis HaMikdash, starting with the Tamid. From when Heir Pnei Mizrach, from the time of Heir Pnei Mizrach, they started working on the Tamid. And when Karbanas were brought, the Kehanim needed to have Kavana, the six things they had to have in mind. And it's obvious that when the Kehanim were doing their Aveda, that that is the opposite of Hesach Adas. So whatever is accomplished regarding the Mikdash, which is that they shouldn't be Masih Das, is already there and in place through the Aveda. However, at night, when there was no Avaid in the Beis HaMikdash, they were commanded to guard the Mikdash in order not to have any Esachadah. So that's the explanation for why the Shemir is only at night. And we say this even though that's not what's implied in the Pasuk. Because the goal of the Shemir is that they shouldn't have any Esachadah from the Mikdash. And that's already accomplished through the Avaidah in the Mikdash during the day. And so it's only the only time that it's required to have the Shemir in order that there shouldn't be any Esachadah is at night. And this is the connection of the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash to Mesechus Tamid. That it is as a result, therefore taught right at the beginning. Because the Aveda of guarding the Mikdash was done through the Tamid. So it's part and parcel of the carbon Tamid. One of the things that the carbon Tamid accomplished was the idea of Shmir Mikdash. That there wasn't the Hesach And according to this, it seems to lead to an Afkimin and Allah that the guarding wasn't the whole night, but rather only until the start of the Tambit. Because once the Tambit is brought, then you already accomplish whatever the guarding accomplishes, which is that they shouldn't have any Hesachadas, and so there's no longer any need for the guarding. So now we can understand why the Shemir is only at night and how it's connected to Masechah's Tambit. The reason it's only at night is because during the day, you already have it accomplished through the Aveda. And that's why it's in Mesechah's Tamid, because that's one of the things that the Tamid is accomplishing. It's accomplishing what the guarding accomplished. And therefore it's taught at the beginning of Mesechah's Tamid. According to this, we can explain another thing that we didn't mention before, and that is why Mesechah's Tamid only teaches the three places the Kehanim guarded, whereas in Mesechah's Midis it also teaches about the 21 places that the Levim guarded. The explanation is, because in Mesechah's Tamid, over there, it's not coming to teach the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash, but rather it's coming to teach one of the aspects of the Tamid that's connected to and continues from the guarding of the Mikdash. And that is that the Namasiyah Das, we have that in the Tamid. And this connects to the guarding of the Kehanim on the inside. The Kehanim guarded on the inside, the Levim guarded on the outside. And the Tamid, what it replaces, it also replaces the Levim, but in a direct way, the guarding of the Kahana was on the inside. The Tamid takes place on the inside. And so the connection of the Tamid that we're trying to bring out, 
that it has an aspect of Shmiris HaMikdosh, which is that the Nat Masiach Das, that relates to the guarding of the Kehanim. It, does, it doesn't connect to the guarding of the Levium. Whereas the Masechus Midas over there, it teaches about the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdosh, Mikdosh as it relates to the importance of the Mikdosh itself, because that's what Masechus Midas is about. It's about the structure and the building and the measurements of the Mikdosh. And the guarding is connected to the very being of the Mikdosh, because the guarding elevates the Mikdosh. It shows the greatness of the Mikdosh. And it's talking about the Mikdosh itself. And therefore it counts all the guards, since that adds to it being a Palterian Shiesel of Shemrin. Now, one thing over here also that's not clearly explained in the Sicha is what changed between the previous beer and this beer. That according to the previous beer, we said even one or a few guards are enough. And so it should just teach that the Kehanim guarded in three places and mention about the Levium in a different Masechta, not in Midas. Whereas according to this explanation, we're saying that it makes sense to teach both about the Kehanim guarding and the Levium guarding. So it seems that the answer is, because according to this explanation, that not to be Masiach Das shows about the greatness of the Mikdash and it elevates and it makes the importance of the base of Mikdash. So then for whatever reason, there's a need for additional guards. Each one of those guards is adding to that greatness that it's giving to the base of Mikdash. If it's to give cover to the Mikdash, so if you mention if we're taught that one person guarded or a few people guarded, you already added the, 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 to the covet of the Mikdash. More people doesn't relate to the very being of the Mikdash. It doesn't belong in Mesech HaSmithus. Whereas over here that we're saying that it actually elevates. It's not covet that's given to the Mikdash, but it actually elevates the greatness of the Mikdash itself. Then for whatever reason it would be needed to have additional guards, the bottom line is that as there are more guards, it adds more to elevating the very Mikdash itself. So it's not covet that's given to the Mikdash, but rather, it's it's not being Masiach Das, which elevates the very Mikdash itself, and it connects to the Mikdash itself. So each person that's added as a guard adds to that. And so therefore, it's relevant and related and connected to Masiach Hasmidus that talks about the being and structure of the Mikdash itself. According to this, we could see how the first three questions at the beginning of the Sikha already answered Number one, we understand why the Rambam doesn't mean the Pesukim. We already explained that before, because those Pesukim relate and explain that the Shemir Samikdash is in order Shaloi Kanazar, and that's not how the Rambam learns the mitzvah of Shemir Samikdash. According to this point, we learn that it's because the that there shouldn't be Hesachadas, and we also see how questions two and three are answered, because we asked, why doesn't the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash apply the whole day and the whole night? Why is it only at night, and also in the Pesukim, there's no indication that the guarding is only at night. Because according to what we explained, that what, it, what the Shmira accomplishes is Shalei Asiyah Das, so that's already accomplished automatically by the Avedah that's done throughout the day in the Mikdash. And at night, where we don't have it, that's what the guarding serves to replace, or to accomplish, to guard that the Shalei Asiyah Das, and that elevates the status of the Mikdash. And so therefore, it's only required at night, and even though the Pesukim don't indicate it, since that's the role that it plays, and it's only needed at night, so it's only done at night. In the daytime, it's already accomplished through the Korbanus. According to this, that the guarding as an aspect of COVID is that the Mikdash has guards that are not having Hesachadas from it, so we can understand what the Rambam writes, Loleches Tamid, which is our fourth question. What is the idea of walking, and how does it relate to the mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash? Now we can understand what the Rambam writes over there regarding the Mitzvah of guarding the Mikdash. The Mishnah teaches 
that Ishar Abayas Hoya Mechazer al Kol Mishmar or Mishmar. And the whole Mishmar Sheina Aimed Nikushu Yoshin Chayvtebe Maklechulu. There was somebody walking around, and he would inspect, and he would see that any Mishmar, any one of these guards that wasn't standing, and then he would notice that the person sleeping, he would hit him with a stick. And so, since the idea of guarding because of COVID is that the Mikdash has guards that are not having Hesachadas from it, so when the Ishar Abayas would go around from Mishmar to Mishmar to make sure that they weren't sleeping, so meaning that they weren't having Hesachadas, that's a greater degree of not having Hesachadas. He's overseeing and inspecting and supervising that they don't have Hesachadas. And so that captures in it. The whole idea of Shmir Samiktish, which is not to have Hesachadas, and that's what the Rambam is referring to when he talks about the the Lalechas Vivaitamid. He's referring to this Ish Harabayas, where through him we see expressed and manifested this idea of Shmir Samiktish in, 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 in a greater way, that he's overseeing and making sure that nobody's having Hesachadas. According to this, we can now answer a question on what's taught at the beginning of Mesechus Tamid. It says over there, the location where the Kehanim guarded. So it says, Beis Aftina, so Beis Anitzitz, Hayu Aliyes, they were structures, they had roofs. The raven would guard there. And the Gemara, it says that they're called raven because they are not yet at the age of Aveda. And the Mepharshim explained that this means that they're less than 13 years old. And so the question that's asked is, how did they leave this mitzvah for Ketanim that are not able to do mitzvahs? They're not chayiv mitzvahs. And according to the explanation of the Sicha, that the whole reason for the guarding is because of Hesach Adas, then the question is even greater. How did they leave this mitzvah for Ketanim that don't have Das? However, according to what we just said, that the Ish Arabais would go around and it served the purpose of not, of not having Hesach because that was his whole job. So then, we can explain over here that it's like a case of a gadol that's oimid al-gabikotan, where we find in many matters, or a number of matters, that need machshava, that it's good enough if there's the maise katan combined with the machshava of a gadol that's standing on top of him. And so also over here, we have the maise of the katan with the machshava of the gadol, because the gadol is going around. And especially over here, you don't actually need the kavana, but rather the very fact that there are people around the mikdash, that is the kavod of mikdash, because it shows that they're not being masiach dasmet. And so the, in that case, it's enough, even if he's not, if the gadol's not emin al-gabav the whole time, but rather he's just going around from one mishmer to the next.